Um, so ironically, I, I can tell you the moment. Um, so in theater, when, when you're kind of working on a new piece or, or a new project, you tend to workshop it. You know, there'll be readings of it and you edit and can have actors come and read. And then hopefully if you can, if, if successful enough, you can workshop it. So kind of our first production of I Will Wait was what I view as like a workshop. You're kind of just like... Hi, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat. This is season six, and we are having a conversation that provides tips for every entrepreneur and business owner. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat. This is season six, and we are having a conversation that provides tips for every entrepreneur and business owner. Uh, I'm hi super guys. excited. Yeah, hi, everyone. I'm excited for today's conversation because mm -hmm. I feel like so many of us have some awesome passions that we wish we could make money at, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. I think that's like every entrepreneur is like, like, I, I want to take something that I love doing for somebody and can I make it into a moneymaker? At least there's something to bring some income in, right? Right. Well, think about it, right? Like, how did we get this podcast started? We were like, or this live stream, we're like, let's just do it because we're going to have fun at it. And now we love it, right? But now we're making right. it into a moneymaker at some point, right? And we're going to be giving tips and tricks yeah. and get these, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. All the things, Anna. So, okay. Hey, tell everybody what our call to action question is. What do we want to know from everybody today? Yeah. So if you're watching live right now, we want to know what are you passionate about? Um, if I were going to answer for Selena, I would say she's passionate about coffee, right? Yeah. What would you say I'm passionate about? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> writing children you know what i mean um yeah. like leisure time in like self-reflecting <laughs> actually currently i think it's anna's pool that's what she's passionate yeah. about so i actually am know. quite that is a daily passionate activity i love yeah. it <laughs> yeah it's a goal of ours guys in season seven or eight to do a show in the pool so we're trying to figure out how to make this happen so we gotta um, find the best for that yeah <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, like Anna said, she's asking you uh, down below, you'll see a little thing going by. What are you passionate about? We just want to know, is it, is it crocheting? Is it watching Muppet shows? Is it whatever? You know, maybe do reviews and you become like an amazing influencer. Who knows? There's the world is your oyster. Tell us what you are yeah. passionate about. We really exactly. want to know. Yes. Yeah. So today's guest that we have, um, Amy Upgraph, we're going to pull up her bio but let me just tell you a little bit about Amy. She is the founder and artistic director of the Veterans Spouse Project. She's also a playwright, and she has written a full-length play called I Will Wait. Amy grew up in Indiana, and she received her BA in theater performance from Purdue University. She has worked as an actor in New York City. She's performed in numerous productions around the country. So we're not talking about somebody that just was like, oh, I love theater, you know, in, in high school was like the drama queen or something. This is somebody who, this is what she was thinking would be her profession, right? Yeah. She also taught hundreds of students and directed shows from Alaska to Georgia. She wrote the play 
uh, Ridge, Where They Cry, and is currently creating a new work based on the story of a famed military spouse, Julie Moore. So um, she's a military spouse. Amy's a military spouse. 21 years before her husband, Lieutenant Colonel, retired from the Army. And they recently settled in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, which is a beautiful part of the country, where she yeah. continues to write and act and direct. So we're going to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. All you, Anna. All right. Welcome to the show. Okay. Wait, now I have a question for you. Um, were you a drama queen in high school? Like, did you play one? So I did. When Anna said that, I did have a little like, yeah, I, I think if you were to ask my friends and family if I were a drama yeah. queen in high school, I think the answer would be yes. <laughs> I, I did enjoy my fair share of high school drama. Yeah. And not on the stage, just in life. I, did I, I imagine your high school years a lot like like Glee. You know, the movie, the TV show Glee. Yeah. Yes. Me in high school being like. Yeah, you're you're not that far off. Very <laughs> okay. I was in show choir, a lot of theater, mm -hmm. a lot of boy very boy crazy. Yeah. yeah, you're and you know, small town in Indiana, pretty yeah. much dead on. Yeah. Okay. Dead on. <laughs> yeah, man, I was obsessed with that show. Now I'm just oh, gonna have to ask you. like Amy offline like so much things but okay mm -hmm. we're not I here to talk it. about glee we're here to talk although about i Amy. can if you want to yes we can talk about <laughs> okay um before we really get into all of the questions that we have for amy today we want to do our coffee cup oh. selfie with her because i'm ready she told us a really funny story about prepping before she came and we're just so glad i know and uh, my earphone did right. fall into my coffee cup <laughs> yeah this is this okay, is my Dolly Parton cup. She, she's oh, my I fave. love it. Oh, I went to Dolly. I mean, not to like steer off topic. Poured myself a cup of ambition. Oh yes. my gosh, I love that. Makes me want to start singing. I know. Are you, are you close to Gatlinburg and Dollywood? Like, so how we close are fifty is minutes. Are? I am oh. a season ticket holder. Of course. To Dollywood. Of course. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. She oh is. Been, she is. I just love her. I love yeah. her. She is she is the epitome of somebody who entertains across every demographic right. and generation. And I just I love her. Uh, can yeah. you please write a play that's based off the nine to five song, but in a military yeah. spouse world? Like, could we do yes. that? Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. No problem. Okay. All right. We'll okay. add that next yes. in the add that to the long list of next things. Okay. On, on three. Oh, wait, what did turn. we? Oh yeah, you got there on. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Amy. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Yay. Cheers. There really is just coffee in here. So real fast, uh, before we get started, um, there's we are in three different time zones right now uh, of the recording of our show here. I'm in Hawaii. Amy is in Tennessee. Anna's in Texas. So yeah, hey, guys. <laughs> military life. Keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Um, what are, okay, Anna, what are we doing? Like, what's next? I, I, I'm, I'm so excited about, about Amy that I'm like all clamped or well, I don't know what the proper word is. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. So today what we're going to do, we, we really liked, so last week we had Jan Cayo on and she mm -hmm. is a leadership expert with Del Carnegie in Hawaii. So, good. so we did these hotshot questions for Jan and we've done something a little bit similar with Amy. And really what we're focusing on today is 
she took a passion of hers and she has turned it into a nonprofit. And for anyone that runs a nonprofit, you will understand that running a nonprofit is just <laughs> like running a for-profit. It's the same thing. You have all the same responsibilities, yes. plus the added yes. benef uh, benefit, the added responsibility of fundraising mm -hmm. in order to make your financial goals. So I would even put it right. on that next level difficult you know, it's like having yeah. cells or mm. tanks, right? Mm -hmm. So, right. yeah. So we've got four questions coming up for Amy today, all about how she turned her passion into a nonprofit business and kind of what that looked like for her. So we're just going to go ahead yeah. and get started with question number one. I'm going to throw it up here yeah. on the screen. And uh, right. Celine, do you want to take the number yeah. one? Yeah, I'll do number one. Okay, Amy. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, how would you identify a passion versus something that just seems like it would be a lot of fun? <laughs> well, so I I would argue that my passion is also a lot of fun. Um, I do genuinely love to do it, and it mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. But I, I think for me, um, I just realized there was a point in my life where I <laughs> – and this is going to sound dramatic, so just brace yourself. <laughs> no. um, but I, I didn't want to live without it. Like I, I remember when I went to college, oh, yeah. and my dad was like, "Okay, so what are you going to major in?" And I was like, "Theater performance." And he was like, "Okay, well, what else?" And I was like, yeah. "No, just theater performance." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, what about like a minor in education?" Or and I was like. Yeah. nope just theater performance like that's <laughs> and you know and he we went down the list like well you I think you would be great at this and what about this and I was like there's there's actually nothing else I I, I want to do ever like <laughs> I yeah. want to do this and I know it won't make me any money and I get that it's a terrible idea on paper <laughs> but I don't want to do any of like this right. is what I know I was meant to do Mm -hmm. So, and this, yeah, I just have to, I watched a TED talk today, a TEDx talk today, and it was about this. And the, she was, I can't even tell you the name of the speaker, but she was talking about if you want to be successful. And she said, it better, your success better be rooted in something that keeps you up at night. Because mm. if you didn't have it in your life, you would be miserable. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, that's such a powerful yeah. comment. And that's exactly yeah just said basically yeah like it would keep you up at night you would be miserable if you did not have this in your life and and that's yeah. just how i feel i mean i think yeah. that and that that's partly why you know it it took me a long time to kind of find out how to marry the military and the theater because yeah it was hard you know they don't necessarily fit together um mm -hmm. but i just it, it never went away i mean i was like i could go get a job doing this but I just want to yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> and this, fill your cup, right? This is where I'm meant to be. This is, you know, when I when I walk inside a dark, musty, empty theater, I mm -hmm. immediately am like, "This is my, this is home. This is where yeah. I belong." Whereas um, I'm like, "Oh, I'm in a horror movie." <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's there. That's there. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, I, I love that. I And I think that's so true. Like you said, right? Just if I, I can't live without it, it's just, yeah. you know. And, and, I, and it just, yeah, I just kept circling back to it. I mean, I think mm -hmm. I would, 
I would be like, it's not practical for military spouse life. It's not practical when you have a million little children everywhere and your spouse is never home. Like this yeah. isn't practical. I should do something. I, I should really find a real career. Like I should really, I should. And then I just was like, but I don't want to like, I don't like, this is it. This is what I want. To I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this. Don't you hate when people say a real job? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I come, no, I come from the restaurant background and people are like, so what are you going to do for real? And I'm like, I'm, but I'm for real working. No. I'm, real getting a I'm really know. doing this real I'm job really, doing really this. right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny about the case. Anyway, yeah. I just, I just thought I'd ask that question because yeah. I'm like, oh, this is why I think I'm just, I'm going to enjoy Amy. Like this, this could Aww. go longer I'm than having, 30. Having a great time already. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Anna, let's shift over to that second question or, uh, well, we have to have a backstory. So Anna's going to ask. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we realized that with the second question, we do need Amy to just give us a little more information on something. So Amy, can you talk to us a little bit about your play that you wrote, the I Will Wait play? Just tell I us would about it. love to. Okay. Um, so <laughs> back during my husband's fourth deployment, I had just had our fourth baby and uh, was having a, a, a hard time, um, was, in, was in a depression, was... Uh, seeing a therapist and was just kind of in that moment that maybe we don't all go through, but I definitely went through. We're like, how, how did I get here? <laughs> like what, whoa, did my life really take a lot of hard turns? Um, and so I just decided that for me and in the theater in the background that I was just going to put all of what I was feeling into a play. It's kind of how my brain works. I think in dialogue, um, and so I just started to write and I started then to interview other spouses and spouses that were my peers. I went into retirement homes and interviewed World War II spouses and Korean era spouses and VFW, you know, the VFW, Vietnam era spouses. And, and the stories that were just pouring back to me were like, I, I, they were just stopping me in my tracks. And so I just kept like putting it in and putting it in and, um, and so I will wait is what what came out of it. And it's it is a play that starts in World War Two and it moves to Korea, Korean War, Vietnam, Desert Storm, and then ends in the current cycle of war. Mm. It has five original songs that a rock band plays music from kind of each um, era, some genre, you know, era. And uh, and it just tells the story of military spouses. It tells the story of sending people we love to war and how it changes them and how it changes us. And it addresses some of the things that are unique to those particular time periods. And then it also addresses the things that are just universal and in, in how war changes, not just the service member, but all the people that love them. I love that. And so that, so that's wow. what it is. I know, right? <laughs> like I get chills when she talks about it, maybe because I am a military spouse. Right. So I'm like, I know that journey. Mm. And then I think about my mother-in-law and my mom who were both Vietnam era spouses of soldiers. Right. And I think I don't really know their journey, but I do kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much about the veteran journey. And we don't talk all the time about that spouse journey. Yeah. And the people that are at home sending their soldiers off to war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Love you it. just yeah. create this connection with all the generations, right? Like you just, you 
you allow me to connect with my like anthem, like with my grandmother and mm -hmm. with you know and I, wow Amy. well there was a moment where i talked to this woman rosie who was a world war ii era spouse and she talked about how the day that pearl harbor was attacked they were out in the country riding in their car and they heard it over the radio and she knew instantly that her life was going to change mm. and it, it it just knocked me over because i can remember brand new first lieutenant jamie updegraft when 9 11 happened and i remember him walking through our door and me knowing our life is going to change forever you're not going to get out of the army are you we are going to do this until we're not and i and just that moment 70 years apart but the exact same experience wow it's you know it's, it's amazing holly hollywood lin-manuel um <laughs> you guys yeah. just saying yeah. right this is this is uh, wow okay i can't even like i'm a loss for words but that is uh, what a okay you guys so now you know the basis of what has started yeah. amy into what she is doing that literally though is this available on a hollywood vcr a dvd <laughs> streaming well like how how what how I do you get wish. the pleasure i know I, it's coming wish, though right Amy? we're working on yeah. it we're working yeah. really hard okay. to, yeah. to get it into more okay. more homes for sure yeah okay. we're we're gonna so manifest this out lynn this Absolutely. is a great play you should take on. Okay, Lynn, let's all. do it. Let's do it. Lynn, come well, on, join and us. Everybody join watching us. has no idea who Lynn is because oh. that was before we started recording. So you better explain who Lynn is at this point. <laughs> who we doesn't just know who Lynn Manuel is? Like Moana, yeah. um, Hamilton, and the latest in the in the know. Heights. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Mary Poppins yeah. returns. He's everywhere. Yes. I mean, we could go on and on, yeah, right? He's I, mean, I mean, he's everywhere. <laughs> if you don't okay. know who Lynn is, you don't deserve to listen to the rest of the show, you guys. Like, seriously. <laughs> get I'm out. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. don't get, get out. out of here. I'm just kidding. I'm, yeah, just kidding. Continue okay. on because we're going to have some, we have further great questions that Anna is going to throw upon yeah. Amy. So that was just, I mean, what Amy just talked about is really so heart it's just moving just listening to her talk about the process of writing this play and why how it came about but and that's just the backstory so our question amy for you now is when did you know your play was going to be bigger than just an idea or a single effort and when i say single effort i mean like you know like you write a few scripts out and you're like this is awesome but you don't actually go anywhere with it, you know <laughs> yeah. when did you know it was going to yeah. be bigger than that um, so ironically, I, I can tell you the moment. Um, so in theater, when, when you're kind of working on a new piece or, or a new project, you tend to workshop it. You know, there'll be readings of it and you edit and can have actors come and read. And then hopefully if you can, if, if successful enough, you can workshop it. So kind of our first production of I Will Wait was what I view as like a workshop. You're kind of just like throwing it all out there and you're inviting an audience because theater really only works when you have a live audience to react to it. Right. And then you're just going to see, which is terrifying. Cause you're like, what happens if it's just terrible? So we had work, we were workshopping it and um, the cast had about 25 actors in it. There were hundred plus people watching it. Um, and I was backstage at the end, about halfway through the first act towards the end of the first act. And there's a, there's a really, um, 
I hate to give anything away, but there's a really yeah. beautiful moment that happens with a spouse and a ballet dancer, a ballet, there's a ballet number in the middle of it. And there's a, there's a, just a beautiful moment that happens. And as it was happening, I heard, I heard the whole theater just, and then I, and then I started to hear it. Like I could hear people start to like get emotional and I could hear like the reaction. And you know how you can feel the air in the room change and you yes. can feel. And I remember like squatting down backstage and starting to like get emotional myself. Cause I remember yeah. thinking it's, it's working. Like it's, oh. it's working. Like they're hearing it, you know, like yeah. it's, it's resonating. Yeah. Um, and that's when I knew in that moment that I was like, mm, we should probably try to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we, wow. We should, we should probably try to find a way um, to keep doing this, which is not yeah. always an easy thing to do with live theater because it kind of has its moment and then it, and then it's gone. Um, right. But it, it was in that moment for sure. So this is, this is first of all, I love that. I love yeah. this is the first coffee chat where I'm, I keep getting goosebumps, oh, right? Yes. At like the moment I'm like, yes, you know that moment, right? Yeah. I've had that moment in my own professional life, right? Where I'm like, this is going to work for me. Like I this know. is going to actually yeah. happen. This is actually happening. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so. I feel like there's this point where though you say to yourself, I'm going to, I can ride this high until the high is gone or I can take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to just jump straight into question three, because Selena, if you want to read that out, it kind of just flows. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. What Amy are the next three steps in turning your passion into a profitable or nonprofit business? What did so, you do? Great, that's a great question. So I rode the high back to Colorado where we were stationed mm -hmm. at the time, was feeling really good about it. And then my husband got orders to Alaska and I went <laughs> on the high to like, <laughs> I was like, and that dream just died because you're now moving to Alaska with bears and mooses and like, you know what's not in Alaska? I thought at the time, like theater. Theater is right. not in Alaska that I know of. So um, we PCS to Alaska and I was actually feeling very like, ah, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. And then the doors just, it was so incredible to see it happen. They, the doors just opened and it became apparent that we should do the show in Alaska um, and that's kind of where we started to form the nonprofit. So the nonprofit is the play. And it's also then um, a creative and expressive arts workshops for spouses to come and share their story through different art modalities. So if that's writing or different types of art, um, storytelling, just a safe space to kind of create community and connect and share. So I would I would say back to the question, the three steps for me are you have to find people crazy enough to think your idea works. So, so I just got really blessed that Leah, who is my partner in the nonprofit, um, lived around the corner from me. Our husbands were in command at the same time. And I was like, hey, 
Remember how you told me you used to own that business in Florida and you know stuff about business stuff? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, great. Do you want to do yeah. a business thing with me? <laughs> she was crazy enough to be like, yes, I do. What I is do. it? And I'm like, yeah. Well. Um, so she came on board. And then my next door neighbor, Wendy, is a licensed therapist and is oh, trained wow. in expressive arts. And so I was like, yeah. hey do you want to do workshops for spouses? And, and she was like, yes. I." And so, you know, first it's like, it's find your people, find people who yeah. are like, oh, all right, this feels crazy, but I'm in. Yeah. And then um, it's convincing somebody to give you some money. So yeah. Yeah. being able yeah. to really kind of speak to your passion and why it's important. Yeah. And we got really lucky initially that we, uh, we walked into a, uh, I would not suggest doing this, but we did walk into a foundation that grants money and we're kind of just like, hey, we have a great idea and we're here. And you know what? You should give us some money so we can do it. And somehow they were like, okay. <laughs> they did. You had the cojones, Amy. I, yeah, so that's important. Yeah, that should be I, number four, right? You got to have some. Yeah, you, you do. Um, yeah. I mean, Lee and I both were like, well, what have we got to lose? What are they going to say? Right. No. Okay. Right. Right. You need some money. You need a crazy, you know, group of people. Mm -hmm. You need some money. And then in the theater world, I would tell you, and, and I, I don't know how this would translate maybe to other, other businesses, but you do need a chance to like workshop it. You need a chance to like try things out and know like, oh, I mean, even at, even every time we do the show, I'm like, Ooh, how did I miss that? No, putting this in. Um, and so I feel like oftentimes people jump in and, and you haven't given yourself the space or the time mm -hmm. or the like, hey, we're going to try this for six months. And then 50% of that might not work. And so, OK, so yeah. we'll get rid of that and we'll adapt and move here. So you have to give yourself the safe space to workshop <laughs> as we would do in the theater. Yeah. Um, I think that translates yeah. perfectly into pretty much any other business area. Yeah. I mean, essentially that time frame where you're testing your market, right? Mm -hmm. You're testing the, your product out. You're making sure that things are, that, that your processes are good, that your, you know, your, yeah. cli your client or your, your customer flow is happening. You've got the right marketing materials, you know, all those yeah. things that you're talking about. Yeah. That's part of what I would call workshopping a new business. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it's important to like, just because you started this way, always look at your business on how can I, it doesn't need to, doesn't need tweaking, you know, just because it's great yeah. here a hundred percent one year ago, is it still at a hundred percent? Are yeah. there new things that you need to like involve in your business now because times have changed and, yes. you know, um, and you're asking your audience, mm -hmm. like, you know, you're listening yeah. to your audience and I'm like, right. Oh, you know what? In that moment, they react really passionately. And in this moment, yes. I hear everyone dig into their purse to get out their gum. So, <laughs> right. That, right. so that tells me yeah. that moment isn't working yeah. as well as the first moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's very specific, but it's yeah. still such a great, you yeah. know, test market for what, what's right. working and what's not. I mean, when you talk about like, listening to your audience like amy you legit like I legit. get to yeah. me listening to your audience I'm like a you know creeper. like i'm always yeah. wings. like wait okay oh how's that line gonna hit i'm trying to like right. peek out and be like yeah. oh no i think she's crying 
Oh no, yeah. that guy's yeah. I'm you hear the thumb texting start, and you're yeah. like, okay, time to change that part of the play. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're not yeah. hearing that actor again. Forget it. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Um, yeah. I okay. No, okay. We can move. Let's move on to the fourth question. Yes, uh, because I could I could ask you a zillion questions. Aww. I know um, that's time. All, all right. right, Selena. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Here's number four. Okay. How hard is it to be yeah. open-minded and flexible about your vision that you feel so very strongly about? You know what? This, this answer kind of surprises me a little because I would tell you initially that I'm very open-minded and flexible and I'm adaptive and I'm an improver and right. I'm mm -hmm. a performer. I can, you know, I'm open-minded to all types of people and ideas and all of which is true. Yeah. But <laughs> when it's when it's your your baby, I mean, this yeah. feels like and again, slightly dramatic, I realize. But when it feels <laughs> like your your baby and somebody might come in and be like, hey, did you think about changing this or hey, why do you do it this way? Or what is this? I, I do immediately feel like I would with my kids like, hey, back off. You don't. You don't know what this show's been through. You don't know what we've had to do to get to this point. Like, you, right? Like, I do find myself defensive and wanting to be like, no, this is how we do it. This is how I want it. And I I do think there is an, an importance to being able to say, no, this is how I want it. And as the person that created it and runs it, I have the authority to say, this is how I want it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though we're often told, no, don't... I do have the authority to say, this is mine and I want it this way. Mm -hmm. But the flip side of that is any business and anything you do, you do as a collaboration. So you have to be willing to listen to what other people are yeah. saying and kind of take your emotional connection and ego out of it to say, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe there doesn't need to be a big tap dance number in the middle of <laughs> maybe we right. can, um, you know, so it's hard. It's super valuable and important, but it is hard to do. Yeah. And I think that probably is pretty standard across the board for when, because this is, I mean, we started out the conversation with talking about how this is your passion, mm -hmm. it's not your job. It's not what you do, yeah. it's not, you know, what's paying the bills and your nine yeah. to five kind of thing. This is something that is has a deeper and more intense meaning for you. And I think when you find yourself in that realm mm -hmm. and your business is built around that kind of an environment, then yeah, of course, I think that that, that is a natural reaction to have, to want to protect it mm -hmm. from criticism and, you know, change, I guess, because yeah. like you said, I worked hard. You don't know what this has been through. I love that. Well, and I think it's it also then the other layer, layer of that is when you do something that is art, you're opening yourself up for things to be, I mean, it's subjective. That's the whole point. I mean, the whole point is that some people are going to love it and some people are not. And you have to be able to understand that that's how it works um, and know that that's not personal. That's people coming in with their own opinions and biases and thoughts about how things should go and projecting that onto the work itself. And so the work just has to stand on its own. Um, and, you know, you can't always be reactive to what, whether people love it or hate it. Um, you have to just have confidence in the work itself. 
So yeah, that's yes, great. yes, yes. And hey, look, there's no shame in going into the bathroom, shutting the door, having that like, like, absolutely not. and then, you know, punching the pillows and just getting all that aggravation. Absolutely. And then you come back because <laughs> you process in your way because I yeah. totally, I totally understand that whole like, when it's art, it is, it's personal. It comes from something you've created out of what you feel. So, oh my gosh, Amy, all good things for people Aww. listening today. I love you too. So, best afternoon. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, okay, well, I, I, we could, I mean, I think, I think people are going to want to know how to find you. So I think we need to pop that up, right? Don't you think? So yes. we're yes. going to pop this up and Amy is going to tell you herself, where do you want them to oh. find you? Oh my gosh, you guys, this is stressful for me because I'm the, I'm old and I'm the worst at social media, as Anna can tell you. Um, so you can find me at all these places that are listed right yeah. there. <laughs> you can find me um, on our website. Uh, I mean, I can, I'm not going to spell it. You can all read. It's it's on our website. Yeah. On our, We have a, a, a very active Facebook page. Um, yeah. We're on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, we're on Instagram. And and the nonprofit's name is the Veteran Spouse Project. Yeah. So, awesome. you know, I Will Wait is is under the umbrella of the Veteran Spouse Project is the mm -hmm. overall nonprofit. It produces the play. It holds expressive and creative arts workshops for spouses. And it also does a documentary style um, storytelling where we go in mm -hmm. and record and archive spouses' stories. Yeah. So, uh, I do yeah, let me just throw this out there really quick. I so I I love this organization. I think that it is so it does such a beautiful thing for military spouses. And it's totally yeah. you, you just this is not like your normal support organization that you find within the military. So mm -hmm. I just want to mention a couple of things. The um, documentary styles that she's talking about can be found on their YouTube channel and they are really good. They're just between three and six minutes, I think the longest is like yeah, I've watched. Not. Yeah, they're there's some they're, that are longer, but yeah, they're mm -hmm. yeah. So highly recommend just taking a peek at those, and it really is literally just a spouse telling their story, and it covers all different topics, and it's just it's very moving. And then they yeah. are currently doing their workshop series now, and it's focusing on I would say like wellness. Um, kind of I things right now. And so this month there's some meditation and there's some mindfulness kind of things. So if that's something that you're interested in, these are free to military spouses. There's no charge. Um, so head to their website. You can register there, right, Amy? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. And it, it's, it's under the umbrella of healing through creativity. And yep. like awesome. Anna said, we offer this month, I think it's, yeah, it's mindfulness and we're doing an art creating your own art journal to kind of journal and, and oh, create fun. art in. Um, yeah. Next month, I teach a writing class where you come I in and kind of, it. yeah, kind of <laughs> tell your spouse story. And then we kind of curate it into a monologue format. Um, oh, so we do that. And there's a bunch of great offerings for the rest of the mm -hmm. year. So yeah, like Anna said, all free for military spouses, veteran spouses. Um, and we're really proud of it. We have facilitators from all over the country that come in and, and work for us and just have some great offerings for the mill spouse community. I, and I, I want to make sure that the people understand this too. It's active, retired and veteran yes. spouses. Mm -hmm. It is not just for duty. So it covers, 
If you are a World War II era spouse, oh, please come. come. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they would, would love to see love you it. there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Oh, um, I can't. Well, I can't. You did such I can't a better job selling that meat <laughs> than I did. Good work. Uh, really worth <laughs> Five stars, five stars. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. All right, guys. So make sure you find Amy. Make sure you go to the website and sign up for these classes. Just support. Just it's it's good to support another cause, you know, that's not just about yourself. So yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna shift over to our tip jar real fast so we can kind of just share all the good things. Anna will Anna will tell you all what this is. Yes, so Kaylin Eldridge is our resident CPA that gives us some great financial tips for um, entrepreneurs and small business owners. She says, invest in retirement. As an entrepreneur, no one else is doing this for you. So talk to a financial advisor, get an IRA, a Roth IRA, a SEP IRA, a solo 401k, something. She basically is pleading with you anything. Yes. Set it up and regularly invest in it because you do not want to be required to work forever. Ever. Forever. Yes. So super important. Remember your retirement savings if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner. Yeah. You deserve to have a little right. bit later, you know. Um, okay. And then we always like to. We came up with a couple freebies that we have on our website Grab your eight things to do daily for social media. Go to our website. Uh, you'll see it somewhere on the link, anywhere. But AnnaAndSelena.com, you'll find it. You'll see it. Go sign up. Grab it. It's a free freebie. Gives yourself a checklist. Don't even have to think about it. Right, Anna? That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I love Anna's checklist. They keep, yeah, they keep I, I know. point. It's a good keep checklist. <laughs> I'm not great at the checklist or being organized. So. Right. Totally. Thanks, Anna. Yes. <laughs> So next week we have Amy Walker of Amy Walker Consulting, and she's going to be talking about the psychology of sales. So what goes behind somebody actually deciding to take your deal? Um, as always, you can find us at annanslina.com on your favorite podcast platform, on Instagram, on Facebook, subscribe yeah. to our YouTube channel um, where all of our past shows, we're in season six, people, and there's 10 per season. So yeah. We're, we're talking almost 60 shows now at this point with amazing yes. speakers like Amy talking about all business best practices for small business and budding entrepreneurs. So go yeah. check us out. Amy, yeah. thank you so Aww. much. Yes. Thank you, ladies, yes. so much. Best afternoon ever. Let's do it tomorrow, know, right? Too. Yes, let's <laughs> totally do it tomorrow. Okay, wait, before we sign off, I just have to share the airing of this uh, show is the day of my daughter's birth. So I just wanted to send her a little shout out and say happy birthday. How Oli Laha now, Madeline, uh, just in case she goes, wow, mom. You didn't even like tell me happy birthday, you know, um, she, happy I love her. Birthday, I love her. Sweet girl. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, Amy, you are just a treasure mm. and I just, oh, see, look, Maddie, that's from Miss Auntie Anna there. Um, <laughs> but Ew, you are a treasure. Oh, yes, there it is. Oh. We loved having you on today's show and um, we can't wait to kind of just be, we'll just learn more about you and, and, yeah. and connect better. Say, and same with things. you ladies. I love, yeah. love, love the opportunity and thank yes. you for just creating something so amazing and uh, you're I just think the world of you both. So thank you. Aww. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to sign out. So bye. Aloha. Bye. Bye.